Hello, everybody. We are back. It is the Reader Copy Podcast, the comic podcast about comic books. It is Wednesday, June 28th. My name is Chris. I'm joined by my co host, Daniel. Yes, I am. Welcome, everyone, to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. How are you doing, brother? Um, So, like, you're probably listening to us in your ears. Yeah. I'd yeah. imagine so. Yeah. I, uh, I've i been on a journey to find the best um, earbuds for me because I have very sensitive ear canals. Ear canals of a little girl. <laughs> And um, I normally I don't like the earbuds that go like in your ear and in have ear. like the little tips and all that stuff. I love those. They hurt me. Really? They. Um, I also don't like the feeling, like I feel isolated, like I'm underwater or something. Yeah, I like that feeling. You like being underwater? I, I, I think I do, yeah. You don't? Okay. No, I just, I feel disconnected from the world. I feel like... Um, like if someone, know, if, like, like if you get hollow. attacked from somewhere, you're not going to realize it or something like. I just like to know my surroundings. Yeah. Just in case, like a reflex or whatever. Sure. If you have to, any stink thing needs to occur. Right. But I do like good quality audio, like listening to music and stuff. They and do podcasts. sound better, right? Than like just say, let's say regular really, AirPods. Okay. I don't know. You don't know? Well, it depends what you're after. I guess they sound <laughs> better. I guess. <laughs> I like that. I'm searching for that. I'm searching for that disconnection from the world. I just want to be in my zone. Don't talk to me right now. I feel like pressurized or something. Oh, okay. So I, I did try them because I heard they're good. So I bought um, the Beats Studio Plus, which is like their newest version. And they're, they are in-ear ones, but they have like, a they come with like extra small tips if you want to use those. Hmm. So I thought I'll try those. Maybe they'll work for me. The reviews are good for them, right? And they're cheaper than average ones uh the beats are made by apple still oh okay, use an yeah. iphone right yeah they've got uh they got bought out from dr dre yeah yeah um and they also the, the ones i picked are like translucent which is that was cool they're like the game boy color translucent yeah, style the old imac style were they purple <laughs> <laughs> it was like a grayish see-through grayish kind of thing they're like those old phones from the 90s right. that uh teenage girls had on nickelodeon or something so right? like clarissa's knows it all whatever i'm gonna what's called <laughs> No, dude, that's so much older. <laughs> Those phones are not that old. What do you mean? They weren't in the nineties. They were in the two thousands, like mid two thousands. I don't know. I I didn't have. Well, we we didn't have any, right? I had no idea. I'm just like, saying, that, you're that dating. Like... You're, you're dating things way older, and I I take offense to it. <laughs> They're the same time as like rotary phones, right? <laughs> But anyway, I tried those for like a month. Sure. And uh, they hurt. They hurt my little ears. <laughs> Your kid ears? Like what? My virgin ears couldn't take it. What right? the heck? So I, I was like, oh, I'm going to return these. And then I got these other ones. And these are the Sony Link Bud Plus or something like that. Okay. Weird names. But these are weird because they're earbuds that are like a ring, like it has a hole in it. Okay. So you put those in and it's not in your ear. It's like sitting on on your ear canal. <laughs> On your ear. Okay, so do how do they feel? So I like the idea because I'm not isolated from the world. I it's a seamless pass through. I hear everything plus my audio. Doesn't that worsen the audio though of what you're listening to? Like no, it's a jumble of a mix of things. No, because I feel like I'm in the world, but I'm hearing voices in your head. Yeah, because okay. gotcha. it, it does sound like that, right? But because they're like a ring and they don't like sit in your ear, they kind of sit like in little space around your 
ear. It's so weird. It hurts too. <laughs> is it a different part of the ear hurting now? Yeah, like the outs. It's like shoving a gauge in my ear. That's what I was gonna say. They sound like they're gauges in your ear. Yeah. Like a ring. Yeah. Um. Are they like a fashion statement? Do they look kind of cool? I'd never seen you well, wear you them. You can't really see them. Oh, so they're almost like um those fancy new hearing aids. Kind of right, but they hurt because it's like kind of like you're just like stretching my ear. Stretching like the the outside of your it's ear like now. Sticking a Fruit Loop in your ear. That doesn't sound like it hurts. So like not in your ear hole, but like just, you know right outside your ear hole. So like yeah, I don't know how to describe the that pocket parts of yeah. the ear. Sure, sure. Especially on the audio. The labia of the ear. Oh, I don't right. know what you call it. It sits in there. Yeah, the wall and of the ear. It's just like kind of too big and it's uncomfortable after a long while. Huh. So what are you gonna? So I return those two. Really. Um, and I think I'm just going to get regular Apple earpods. So generic. Not wow. even like the pros, the regular basic one. The ones that, that plug in, there's a cable. <laughs> well, I don't want a cable, but like not even the latest ones. The third generation, they change the shape and that even sits uncomfortably. So I have to get really? the old OG ones. Old OG ones? Which I had and I liked, but they are so old that they don't work anymore. They fell apart. How long did those last though? Maybe like a year and a half, two years. It's not that long. Have That's you, what they're designed for. Have you ever lost any? No. Because I have I have lost earphones the in-ear ones you're talking about yeah and i was just screwed like i had to get another pair and i got the exact same pair it's because you have hoary big ear canals (laughs) you have the ear canals of a french whore okay jesus just slide right out (laughs) well if they made bigger (laughs) earphones it's because your ear you have only fan ears all right (laughs) let me tell you a whole lot of earphones have been in this ear (laughs) i know I mean, I've been shopping around for headphones recently. Okay. And I, I'm not going to spend a lot. I, I feel like things do fall apart. So I'm just going to spend like $20, $30 headphones. I don't actually don't like over-ear headphones. They do sound better. They do have better sound quality, like wrap around your ear, like the yeah. ones you're wearing right now. Yes. But I think like I get sweaty in them too fast. I think that's the determining factor of how long I want to wear them is it's just like... I don't like uh, they get uncomfortable yeah. a little bit and they get too sweaty. So I'm on to on ear headphones and I like the foam ones. I don't like the rubbery ones on the, the padding. Foam like you're talking yeah, like 80s like walk. Exactly. Man. Old style time, kind. I like those because they're, they're a bit more comfortable. I don't even know where you get those. You have to shop around specifically. Radio like, Shack? They're like labeled as the retro style. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> get, a, get a time machine first, you know. Okay. But that's the kind I like. Those have poor sound quality though, right? They sound good enough okay you're talking about sound quality bragging to me and then you want i'm not bragging i'm just talking about your ears and how they're (laughs) from a little girl's The yeah, I I don't care that much about sound quality. I can't tell that as long as they're not horrible. I don't think I can tell. I'm not a, a, a audiophile or whatever. I can't tell. Yeah, I you know what I end up using now a lot mm. is I have these. They're not. I don't know what you call them, but they don't even touch your ear. What? Oh, they like sit around your head and they like. Uh, oh, it's bone conduction. That's what it is. Conduction. Yeah, it presses up against your temple or like close to your temple, and it just vibrates audio so you hear it while your ear is just completely untouched like it's open wow bone conduction so that sounds like the perfect situation for you uh it's not as good as earbuds 
it's like plain earbuds. As far as sound quality? Yeah. Oh, okay. And, um, but I, I wear them in the office because then I can hear what's going on in the office and still listen to stuff. Yeah. But I, I look like, I don't know, a backward cyclops. Because <laughs> it has a band in the back of my head. You're like a, a cyborg. Yeah. Like it's too futuristic. You know People who, are not onto it yet. Yeah. I think because I, I forget that I'm wearing them and I'll go out and I think people think they're like hearing aid. Right. Okay. Yeah. And they're just headphones. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And then I, I'll, I'll listen to music, right? Yeah. And they're pretty, they can get pretty loud. Can you hear them from the outside? Because it sounds like if they're not going in your ear, they're not pointed towards your ear, that people around you could hear it just fine. Like um, maybe too much. I don't think they could hear it because it, it works through vibration. So like if I put it down on a table and I cranked it, then you could hear it because it's vibrating off the table. But if it's just not touching anything, it's you can't hear it. Hmm. It's touching your head. Yeah. That's why I could hear it. Does, does your vibrating. head turn into a speaker? <laughs> <laughs> when I open my mouth, it, you hear the podcast. Right. Maybe that's how it works. I like it. Yeah. I, I don't, that seems too trippy for me. Like maybe I do need to be retro. That sounds like too futuristic science fiction to me. Uh, would you get any like um, just built in body implants? Um, I've been thinking about this with, with Elon building Neuralink, you know about that? Uh-huh. It, they're putting like a computer chip in your brain and yeah. it supposedly can uh, fix a lot of different illnesses or whatever, or right. I don't know. I, I think I'll go for round two. I don't want to be the t- first mm-hmm. test subject, but well, I got- think I would do it eventually if it's like common enough you already got the vaccine so there already is a government chip in you yeah they're tracking you already right uh (laughs) bill gates bill gates was his multi-decade plan (laughs) yep make microchips on the outside and then inside people Would you do it? Would you do, like, what does it get you? What does it afford you? Do you get, like, um, like are you, like, Goku and you can, like, see, you got, like, a visor headset on, like, I would headlights? like to um, be able to just, like, in my head, ask a question and get the answer. And how does it work, though? Does it type out on your face? Like, it's, like, no, you AR? Just, you hear it. It's someone, ta- someone talking to you, like a Siri. Yeah, but it's only you could hear it. It's in your head. It's, like, vibration. Whatever. Yeah, that's terrifying, actually. Right. Would you sign up for it? I'll just, be like, set an alarm. But I could just say it in my head. Okay. Right. Oh, see. It in your head, you don't even say yeah, it. Yeah, I don't even speak it. Wow. Yeah, if it's like, that. like if, if it's, I could pretend like I'm super smart, but I'm just asking questions in my head. Okay, here's a second. The, the alarm is in your head now. When you have to yeah. wake up, when you're waking up at seven in the morning, that sounds like horrible. Like it's probably most effective, but I mean, I already, the, I already be, hate my alarm. It could be super low. No, oh, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? People hate their alarms, and now yeah. it's in your head. Yeah, most oh, effective. Days. No, I'll, I'll ignore that. I'll turn turn off that feature. What about like when you get a text message? It'll just say it. Yeah. Okay. And then you don't have to pick up your phone. No one knows you're reading a text message or yeah. receiving one if it's talking to you. I could be talking to someone right now through text. That's too weird. Is is it even text? anymore if it's not typed out i guess not i'm, I'm autoing you Audi- i don't know how to say v- it. verbals <laughs> it's called verbals <laughs> this is dumb you sign me up <laughs> uh if you're new to the show yeah you're listening to us in your head why don't you explain how the show works here at reader copy podcast we split up into three bits first i'll run down the comic book news in the middle we'll talk about a comic book and today we're talking about eternal warrior at the end we'll talk about the side stories where we talk about what we've been watching reading any entertainment we've enjoyed this week all right let's get into the news All 
I've been waiting for this for a while. Yeah, you're your fave. And um, I will say this. Um, I'm not sold on it yet. <laughs> okay. But the trailer for the Craven movie has come out. Yes, Craven the Hunter. And this is a Sony-made Marvel movie. Of course, in the Spider-Man universe. Or uh, Sony Realm universe, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like everything Spider-Man has except Spider-Man. Right, of course. I will say that I am still a fan of Aaron Taylor Johnson, but okay. <laughs> the movie itself is going in a direction that I uh, question. It looks bad. <laughs> <laughs> it could be good. It could be great. Uh, I'm I'm not wild at this trailer, and I want to eat my words, right? I want to yeah. enjoy a movie. Believe sure. it or not, I want to enjoy a movie. I don't want to be a critic. Yeah. But it's it's not... There's nothing wowing me here. Well, he they kind of diverge from the comic book, right? They do. Uh, in the comic book, he's a villain, and they're trying to make him a hero. Straight up villain. He's trying to hunt the Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, his story arc, Craven's Last Hunt, is like one of the best Spider-Man stories of all time. Right. One of the darkest. Yeah. So they have to kind of like build off that to make this movie, but you know, they have to change things to make it work. Uh, in the comics, I'm pretty sure he's just like really good hunter. Yeah, right. Like he doesn't have superpowers. He doesn't have lion's blood in him. <laughs> is that the trick? Is that the, the cure? Yeah. Um, so in the trailer, they show like, oh, the lion attacks him and some of its blood gets into his bloodstream. But also the lion looks like maybe the lion is like from a lab or something. What? So the lion got bit by a radioactive spider. Maybe that's what's going on. <laughs> spider lion. <laughs> Let's watch that movie. That lion is huge, though. Like, it's extra big. Like, that's why I think it's, like, modified or something. You think so? Special I, blood. Yeah. I'm guessing with all the other movies, I don't I actually haven't watched Morbius yet. So, the bad is maybe super. Yeah. Is the lion super also or something? Right. It could be all connected. Yeah. The villain looks like Russell Crowe. The dad, yeah. Yeah, that thinks his son is, like, not good enough and he wants to be a better hunter or whatever. And he says, like, we're the hunter and they're the prey or something like that. Absolutely. Sounds like he's trying to right the wrongdoings of his dad. I guess. And he becomes the hunter. And yeah, he's like fighting us. He just wants to stop everything his dad stands for, right? By doing exactly what his dad does. Hunting. <laughs> hunting against him. Yeah. Fighting fire with fire because that always works. So it looks like he has like an army, the, the dad. Right. Uh, of like soldiers or hunters or whatever. But Aaron Taylor Johnson's like trying to stop them every turn. There's a part where like he takes a bear trap and he throws it at a guy's face. Yeah, I noticed <laughs> that. Um, he's like running through like car windows and buying pe yeah. people's noses off. And on paper, this all sounds cool. <laughs> right. Uh, but it just doesn't, it doesn't, I'm not sold on the trailer. It's almost like... Um, it's not stuff I've seen, but it's not stuff I've all seen before, right? It's trying yeah. to be like John Wick meets Crocodile Dundee. Oh, there you go, yeah. Right. And it's like these scenes they've maybe seen in other things already, repurposed, kind of formulaic instances. Right. Um, That's not a knife. This is a rhino. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Uh, it feels a lot like, it gives me the vibes of like the Mummy reboot starring Tom Cruise. I've never watched that. I've never seen it either, but it, okay. it, it just- <laughs> How do you know? It, it, from, this, from the vibes of the trailer. I've only seen both trailers, right? <laughs> <laughs>
I haven't seen this movie yet either. So it gives me that kind of vibes. Uh, so I don't know if it's going to land well. What's weird is like, they also released a poster for it. Oh, they did? Okay. And the poster, he's trying to look like Craven the Hunter from the comics. Like he's he's in the, the throne, he's kind of positioned, he's got like the lion mane costume. Right. But in the trailer, he's like nothing like that almost. Like he, he seems like a peacekeeper trying to stop the bad guys. Whereas in the poster, he's trying to look badass, almost like a villain. Well, that's like what we... We know about the right. change rate or like uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson already said it's going to be, he's not the same thing as the comics and he's like yeah. hunting for the force of um, the animals, I guess. Yeah. Right. Which I guess could be cool, but the think twist he can like landing. communicate with them. Right, right, right. He has, so that's another superpower, I guess. I guess. Cause like there's a scene where it looks like in the snow and he's using the wolves to attack the guys with him. He has an eagle eye. I think he can oh, see, really? I think he can see from the eagle's point of view at a certain yeah. point. So uh, this is like extra powers. Right. There's a short scene where he like bathes in spiders. Oh, does he? Okay. <laughs> Did no. you see that? Like spiders like falling down on him. I'm going to use the restroom during that scene. I'm not watching that one. I'm terrified of spiders. <laughs> it's just like the comic book. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't like in the comic book either. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like, I think they also said hero villains are made, right? They're not born, they're made. So what is it saying? He's going to grow up to be a villain eventually or- you live long enough yeah. to see yourself. Exactly. So like, he's going to be here in this movie. Don't worry, he's going to be a villain later, what, you're, what you know. You know what I'm saying? Uh, do That's you think, the words from the trailer. Do you, Okay, with that being said, do you think all these Marvel, Sony movies are building to something uh, that'll be shared? Or is it just like its own thing? Like, are we going to see Kraven go after Venom or something like that? I would enjoy that. I think... Um, I hope it's building towards something else and these are just stepping stones because, you know, those movies are not awesome. Not all of them. Morbius, Venom. So I hope there's something bigger, better at the end of the tunnel, I guess, is what I'm saying. I don't know if there is. These are just one-offs or rather in their own- Isolated franchise stories. Just why are they doing it? I don't know. I don't know if they have an idea. (laughs) (laughs) Or they're just the going impromptu with all of this, improving like, it. Um, what's the next biggest name we have? Right, what's the best biggest actor we can get? Yeah, and let's do that. I don't know. I, I think it's not a good move. I know they're twisting the characters just yeah. to make heroes, which sucks to be honest. Now, yeah, looking back on it, um, honestly, like. Uh, Russell Crowe, yeah. he's a lot more like the Craven we know from the comic book. Like, sure. Pretty much on point. Yeah. Which, if, if he becomes that later, then I guess that's okay, but it doesn't feel like that yet. Craven is the last name. So maybe Craven we're talking about right. is the, the dad. Craven off. Craven off. Yeah. Uh, I uh, wish we got to see more of his brother as who he'll become, which is the chameleon. Chameleon. Okay. Uh, we know that he has a brother. He's in a couple scenes, but like, I want to see him, you know, become the chameleon. Maybe he's there as like an ally but then becomes an enemy later okay right i mean it seems like there's tension there between yeah. two bro- and the two brothers are like how do they responding to their kind of mean dad right right uh like what's what's chameleon's deal he can shapeshift he does have powers right yeah he just can look like other things but do you know like, <laughs> so can he be kind of like inanimate objects i wonder like wh- how did he get his powers did he like get bit by think he has like power powers it's just oh. like i'm good at Masks. Really? Is that what it is? 
Is that true? Because he has like no, his look is like Voldemort, right? In the yeah, but I think that's just like a default, so you never know how I really look. Oh my, are you serious? It's, I want to say that's true, but I could be wrong. It's like the default, you know, choose your character screen, and then uh, look by the rules of this movie, he will get superpowers, supernatural right. powers. But I think in the comics, he's like, I'm, I'm good at makeup. <laughs> he got bit by radioactive silly putty. <laughs> <laughs> Transform into anything. I think he was a lion. I think he was oh, actually the lion. Go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then at the end, we see this guy Rhino. Right. But he is not like the Rhino, like in a costume. He's turning into a Rhino, like yeah. beast. Like uh, it's almost like he like breaks like a vial of some type of chemical, right? Right. And then he gets like Rhino skin. Yeah. Like maybe that chemical is keeping him human, and then he turns it off. Oh, okay. Maybe that could be it. Like, uh, what? What's is he gonna grow big? Because that's a kind of iconic look of Rhino. He's, he's huge, right? Yeah, he's almost like the Hulk or something. Yeah. But again, a twist on the whole thing, not a suit. I will say when when Sony does these like humanoid animal enemies, yeah, I don't like how they look because they look... I wish they'd just go further into the animal look. So I'm talking about the lizard in Amazing Spider-Man 1. Oh, really? Okay. Give him the lizard snout. Hmm. But they give him like a flat face. <laughs> really? Yeah. He doesn't have like a alligator look. I don't remember it. Oh, no, no. no I remember now. Yeah, remember from now. like No Way, uh, Far From Home or what yeah. is it called? No Way Home. He looks like um, dinosaurs, that sitcom. Yeah. He looks like that. He looks like the Goombas from the John Leguizamo Mario. He does. He looks just like <laughs> Bowser, right? Isn't that Bowser? Uh, well, the, the Goombas. The Goomba well, Bowser they... becomes like a T-Rex or something like that. I totally don't remember. Okay. It's not a good movie. <laughs> Unlike Craven, which is going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's like you're judging off the trailer, and I know ATJ. He yeah. has some charisma, like mm-hmm. like you were really into the bullet train, and uh, I gotta say yeah. he has some charisma there. But I don't know if you've seen a lot of it here yet. This is his first, like I would say, like Aaron Taylor Johnson 2.0 next phase. This is his first leading one because he was in Kickass and stuff, but he was like young, and I wouldn't say he's like a leading man yet. But now I think he could be a leading man, right? Yeah. Uh, so I hope at least it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't take his career because I would like to see him in like uh, I don't know I think he's in line for possibly James Bond right um, he was in line to be Batman but yeah missed out on that I mean there's another Batman they're looking for yeah it could be this guy wow Batman and James Bond and, and Craven the Hunter and he was Quicksilver <laughs> yeah oh man I, I th- he's got he's got it but this might be <laughs> He might be stumbling on this if it like suits the legs of him becoming James Bond, you know? Yeah, he should try to sign that deal before the movie comes out. (laughs) Listen, I'm going to be in in Sony world, you know, you got to get me while I'm hot. Um, speaking of like what's hot, yeah, San Diego Comic Con's coming up, and you know it's sweaty mess. Yep, yeah. Usually people go there for the big announcements, of course. Hall H, you camp out there, get in line. Uh, this year maybe not so much. Okay, why is that? So Comic Con apparently is not going to have Marvel Studios there at their Hall H for a San Diego Comic Con 2023, which is like their big deal, right? Like Marvel on in Hall H would have like the big announcements of there. Course, yeah. You, you know, the whole cast will be there most of the time. So like without that, it's like a kind of like a big missing piece. Right. Missing hold to the whole thing, to the whole sh- uh, yeah. Comic-Con. Right. Right. Probably like the most uh, 
visited thing, right? Packed, yeah. packed room. Everyone's waiting in line. So it kind of sucks. I have, I mean, honestly, it's because they just don't have anything to announce or show right now. I think it's because a lot of their stuff is getting delayed. I think that's one reason. Um, a lot of their- Everything's getting delayed, yeah. Some, act, right. some of their actors are in court. <laughs> right. That's what, I think that's why. Yeah. I think it's like the drama with the actors- they don't. They don't want to be in front of people, having right. to answer questions, being yeah. stuck in a room. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of their big guys are, you know, not doing their Marvel stuff anymore, like Robert Downey or Chris Evans. Okay. Or Hemsworth have. I don't think they have anything in line with for them. Lined up, sure. So they have nothing to announce. I think the only thing that's in production right now is probably Deadpool. Deadpool, really? Yeah. Yeah, because they got past the writing phase. Yeah. Man, that's kind of that's kind of lame. I mean. I would imagine like this was would be the Hall H if everything was fine and dandy mm-hmm. that they would announce like their next big names for like Fantastic Four or, uh, some other characters they haven't even announced yet like maybe there's a Ghost Rider or something something in the like books. that yeah that would be awesome right now I don't think they're even like ready for that yeah yeah the delays the hectic things um, reshuffling if I mean you'd I want to see the calendar right? right yeah on the big screen uh-huh uh, we we're working some things, announcing some new movies. That's what exactly. they would be doing. Inhumans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've been waiting for this, right? Second time's a charm. I think another reason why they don't want to present is because DC, I think, will be presenting, and they got a lot to talk about. Oh, right. They got, they're got. they probably going to announce new Superman cast, uh, maybe Batman cast. Maybe we'll see some stuff from uh, uh, Peacekeeper. Was this Peacemaker? Peacemaker. Peacemaker season two could be some stuff that revealed there yeah maybe even um creature commandos maybe we get a first clips of that or trailer possibly maybe uh, announce of directors for movies sure, yeah. things like that um they again they said it was just like the first phase first half of the first phase is what they announced right. so far yeah where's the second half of that you know exactly yeah so i think dc will have a, a pretty good showing um but sony won't or marvel won't be there right i think they, there's other big studios that won't be there either marvel's gonna be like on the floor apparently i don't know what that means i, I mean they'll have like a booth yeah i think right? yeah marvel studios but as far as announcing at a big hall yeah. no go this year i don't expect any of their celebrities to be there yeah Right. Or maybe like in the back doing interviews, but not like on the floor or in front of audiences. Yeah, it's super cool to see them. Some of the goofier cast members will dress up and like make a show. Right. Of it. Yeah. You won't even know. Loki's there and he's like in costume arriving there. Right. Last year, was it a, a high evolutionary? Right. Like full costume? Full costume. Yeah. 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 That was cool. Uh, we love to see that. And just announcements of new actors. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Loki season two is coming this year. I wish we could have. Saw more of that, but sure. uh, I don't think we will. It might, it might, they might release it during that time, like more footage just online. Sure, just like a trailer, second right. trailer or something. I mean, maybe they do have a lot of digital stuff ready. Yeah. And they're just going to wait for that time to... To undercut DC, you know. That could be it, yeah. I bet might be we move. might see something Deadpool that week. Okay, sure, yeah. yeah. That's like second week of July, right? Something like that? Second week of July. So, we're almost there. Does that mean maybe X-Men stuff, you know, mutant stuff at least? You know what? I heard a rumor, if if you don't mind spoiling potential rumors. Uh, Potential rumors, potential spoilers. Potential spoilers, if you don't mind it. Okay. Um, okay, this is, I think this is true. Hmm. So, uh, if you want to skip ahead, just skip ahead like a minute or two. Sure. Uh, I heard um, Ben Affleck's going to replace his role as Daredevil in Deadpool 3. <laughs> okay, that sounds dumb. <laughs> fine. I mean, <laughs> fine. <laughs> but it's also like, isn't he sick of 
not just like uh, putting on a super costume. Yeah. Isn't he just sick of having like horns on his head too? <laughs> like, well, I think I don't, I don't think it's gonna be a, a long scene or anything. But like, I heard Daredevil three will be the No Way Home for the Fox properties. I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But that was it. They didn't even establish that as the same universe. But sure, I get what you're saying. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think they're just closing the, that chapter chapter out of these characters to introduce new ones. So like, hey Ben Affleck, you want to do a scene with Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds? I bet he's like, yeah. Sure. It'll be funny. Yeah. yeah. It's like these uh, famous actors wanting to do something. Yeah. Brad Pitt last time. Right. Yeah. Okay. Funny joke. Yeah. I'm so, down for that. I, I honestly think it will happen. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm not against it. I'm just saying that's funny. Because <laughs> <laughs> no. I think he's done with his other job. But <laughs> oh. <laughs> he's dropping uh, J-Lo. <laughs> Um, more Sony Marvel news. Yes. Or lack thereof, maybe. Uh, we were talking about how they have two unannounced movies coming. That's right. Yeah. That we were just speculating on what it could be. Yeah. We had no idea. And we, you said that there's other movies that are for sure happening. Right. Like, of course, we just talked about Craven. Yeah. Uh, Madam Web is happening still. Yeah. And the one I said was the Bad Bunny one. Well, El Morto. They said, no, that's not happening. <laughs> okay. Well... So it sounds like it got dropped from the Sony release calendar as yeah. they reshuffle things around in the calendar. We don't see it there anymore. It could just be a scheduling thing and yeah. they need to push it. But right now, there's like no date for it. So it could be also off the books, off to- the table. Canceled. Could be. Yeah. Um, I'm not hurt by it. <laughs> I don't know that much about that character, but I know Bad Bunny is like huge. He's a famous uh, musician. Yeah. yeah. He's the most streamed artist of all time. Is he? Is that true? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Wow. Impressive. Yeah. Good. Good for him. <laughs> You know, honestly, yeah, good job. Yeah. So obviously, next in line is superhero movie. <laughs> right. First musician, second wrestler, third right? yeah, world famous superhero. I, I don't know if they'll continue on with it. it. I guess it might depend on their other movies, see how successful they are. Yeah. And like we were talking about Craven, like if these movies have to connect or if they have a plan, his movie seems like the most unconnected. Yeah. I mean, I just because I don't know what the character is like. Yeah. Um, is it like fire powers, I guess? Wrestling powers. Wrestling powers. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. He got bit by a radioactive wrestler. Uh, yeah, um, Bad Bunny just seems like he's famous for mus- uh, being a musician. I don't know if I'm, I'm gonna miss a movie with him. You know, it was okay in Bullet Train, right? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I would want to see a whole movie of him. It just seems like he's like skipping a few steps. Oh, he should be a supporting role more. Yeah, I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> At first, yeah, and then build up to it. Yeah, I, I don't need this movie, but if they make it, I'll maybe I'll watch it. Let me ask, which musician, which pop oh, yeah. star or whatever, do you think is secretly like a great actor you'd want to see in a lead of a movie and actually maybe lead of a superhero movie? Is there oh, anything? okay. All right. Who Who is actually secretly a musician that's secretly a great actor? He's just Okay, if we're talking about like, talent. Um, I, really, I don't know why I really like but I like Ocean's 8 and Rihanna is in that. She is, yeah. So I really liked her in that. She has had a for, for uh, a try at uh, yeah, acting before. Battleship was not good. Not I don't blame it on Rihanna. You don't? Yeah. <laughs> Everything else was great besides her. Was uh, uh, Austin Powers had Beyonce? Okay. <laughs> What's her name? Like Foxy or something? Something like that. It was like Foxy Cleopatra. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I think she did a pretty good job at that. Who else is there now? Like, uh, oh, Jack Harlow just had a movie. Yeah, he was. I was up. Okay, I don't know. I don't want them in superhero movies. Maybe. Yeah, he's kind of funny though. I mean, just as a dude. Yeah, but then if you're talking pop star they, and superhero, I would think they would be bigger, muscular, not necessarily a comedic role. Yeah. Um, Taylor Swift has tried acting. She was in was it uh Amsterdam, right? And she was pretty bad at it. <laughs> like it was just a really short role. Yeah, they really threw her under the bus. Okay. <laughs> Uh, she gets run over by a car. That's that's in the, in the movie. movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> for for all of you who have not seen it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? Yeah. We're forgetting the biggest one that's coming is Gaga is playing Harley Quinn. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They're gonna twist that to her a hero also. Yeah, like lion's blood's gonna drip into her or something. Right. Right. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. She is actually gonna be in a uh, superhero comic book thing. I was and like, I was just thinking, like, she's a, she's already she's a pretty good actress. I don't know if she's like amazing, but pretty pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've seen her in um, Shallows. Oh, a star is born. Yeah. 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 When I watched it, I was like, oh wow, a star really is born as an actor. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Bradley Cooper. Oh, okay. <laughs> this Bradley Cooper guy, he's going to be big. <laughs> Uh well yeah I sorry to see that Bad Bunny's movie might not be getting made anymore sorry yeah I guess we'll never hear from him again yeah <laughs> a falling star <laughs> all right that is it for the news um if you haven't already don't forget to subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast you can find us in all your podcast apps just search us in your app and hit the follow button you can also find us on social media Instagram Facebook and Twitter at the Reader Copy Podcast talk to us over there all right um I picked the comic this week and I pick these comics when uh, I kind of have nothing else to pick, Mm -hmm. but I, I always enjoy them. Let's get into it. The Valiant storyline in comic books is one of my favorite to revisit. Uh, it is the third largest shared universe in comic books. Okay, yeah. Um, we've done a lot of their stories in the past, and I always like pick them out when I think uh, we have nothing. I don't say nothing better to talk about, but like when it's been a while and there's nothing, you know, no movie coming out. Right. Uh, it's great to like revisit the Valiant universe and pick up uh, one of their characters. Um, it's also one of my favorite in reality stories about a publisher. Oh, they were say like, this is all true story. <laughs> what? Yeah, okay. Because Valiant came out in the 90s and they got kind of popular with like, um, with their stories and to the point where like, Acclaim bought them out. Acclaim, the video game publisher. Right. Which, I, that was weird that they bought a comic book studio. Out of nowhere. And then they went bankrupt. So then they sold off a Valiant to these two guys that got in like investors to, to reboot Valiant in the late, uh, or in the early 2010s. Oh, not too long ago. Yeah, like uh, 15 years ago, maybe. Sure. When they started it. But like, um, they pretty much rebooted everything. Right. And um, we did their first book, which was like Exo Man of War. Good read. It's like a Viking Iron Man. Right, pretty much. Then we did uh, Bloodshot, which is maybe their most popular character. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. He's Vin Diesel. (laughs) (laughs) What else did we do? Um, Um, Shadow Man. Shadow Man is a character of theirs. Uh, Harbinger. Harbinger, yeah. Which is kind of like their mutants, like their X-Men. Yeah. Um, uh, Archer and Armstrong. Did we do that one? Yeah. I never read it. We did it for the show. We did it for the show. Wow. So you read it. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> 
And then now we're doing Eternal Warrior, which is um, kind of connected to Archer and Armstrong. This was a good read. I didn't even know about it. So that's, yeah. that's interesting. I don't think it's their po- most popular. And I will say it is kind of like a somewhat generic-ish kind of a character. Maybe. A lot of their stories will start in like the ancient times and then to push them forward to the future. Right, yeah. Like Exo Man of War did that. Uh, Archer and Armstrong kind of did that. Right. An older uh, civilization. Yeah. Yeah. So this version that we're doing is the rebooted version from the early 2010s. I think this came out in like 2014. Um, we're doing the first four issues. The character is called Eternal Warrior, but he's also known as like the fist and steel of the earth. <laughs> it's like, it's like, like if you call Batman the Dark Knight, that you call him that. I get it. It's like the subtitle. Yeah. It's the caption. Oh my gosh. It's the fist and steel of the earth. <laughs> it's, well, a, it's a kind of a mouthful. <laughs> Um, he essentially is an immortal character who fights for Earth. Oh, like the the people of Earth? No, the Earth of Earth. <laughs> <laughs> so like the dirt. He's like Captain Planet. Oh, is he fights pollution, but like with or the fist and steel. I okay, okay, gotcha. Um, the writer of this book is Greg Pak. Um, we did books of his in the past, so if you want to like hear more about him, uh, you could look into our Phoenix and Song. Oh, he comic did that? that we did. He did that book. Um, he also did. Uh, I think it's Pla- or Planet Hulk or Planet World War Hulk. Hulk yeah. One of those. I think he's done a lot of the Hulk stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he's really popular. He's the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but the artist for this book is, I want to make sure I get his name right, Trevor Hairsign, which is funny because there's no sign of his hair. He's a bald guy. Okay. You got to <laughs> flame him? I'm just saying. Wow. Uh, he used to work for Marvel back in the day in like the early 2000s. And the editor-in-chief back then was uh, Joe Quesada. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he called Trevor one of the uh, Marvel's young guns. You know that term? Remember that? Yeah. It's- I mean, it's just like, you know, people that are good and young <laughs> yeah, get like, the job. He, uh, I think he was trying to like, remember like in the 90s, Marvel had like Jim Lee and Rob Liefeld yeah. and Todd McFarlane. Because it was like, they're young, you. It, talent. Talent, yeah. I right. think he was trying to redo that kind of like. The second time around? Hey, th- these are our new young talent, the new young guns. Right. Yeah. I don't think he really picked up. <laughs> Because what you got to do is got to be labeled that and then leave and start your own company. (laughs) But um, he is a great artist. He's done a lot of work. Um, If only he had hair. (laughs) His early work was Judge Dredd. Cool. Okay. He did a lot of that. But then with Marvel, he did like a lot of the ultimate stuff. Um, He did uh, X-Men Deadly Genesis, which is a really popular story arc. Cool. Okay. And then he's also done work with uh, games. Mm -hmm. So he's done work with um, Dungeons and Dragons and a lot of like the magic expansion stuff. Oh, like uh, tabletop and card games. so, yeah. That's fun. Okay. Yeah, because, you know, those things need a lot of artwork and I think it really fits his style. For sure. Yeah. These warriors fighting and things like that. Right. Totally that type of uh, vibe because eternal warrior starts off in sumeria right oh like mesopotamia style mesopotamia which yeah. is like i don't even know how old that's like the first civilization right? i remember in, yeah in middle school that was a special thing the first civilization mesopotamia that's yeah. what they always say and like i've never even seen with them <laughs> I don't know how how old that is. When you picture a Mesopotamian, what do they look like? I don't. They. I don't know where to start. I don't know what they look like. Yeah, I I don't know where it is actually. I think their stuff is like everything is like made out of clay. Yeah, that's all they had. <laughs> 
But um, we see now this is Eternal Warrior. His real name is like Gilad. Gilad. G I L A D. Yeah. Glad. But he is entering war. Uh, There's like this big battle that's happening. Uh, But before they start, I think they have like these wizard guys, right? They're like, kind of like pray over their soldiers. Ritual. Yeah. Ritualistic combat. But he kind of doesn't believe it. He's just like, hurry up so we can get to fighting because he's like, he's made for fighting. He's he's gung ho for for getting into battle. Right. And everyone knows like he is the guy, right? Yeah. He's like uh, Achilles. Maybe. Right. But I think they know he's like immortal for some reason. Okay. He's just the chosen one. Yeah. Um, I'm going to veer off a little bit here. Speaking of immortals, in the other comic book, Archer and Armstrong, Armstrong is one of the immortals. Like he's lived since this time. Right. And it was a whole different civilization. Yeah. Yeah. They're brothers. Oh, is that what the connection? Yeah. Oh. Gilad okay. and I think before his name was Arum, which then he changed to Armstrong, but they're brothers in the, in the Valiant universe. Oh, so this guy showed up in his backstory? Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so they're about to enter battle, right? He's with his whole army. And part of that army is his son. Uh, his name is Mitu. <laughs> okay. He's got uh, a whole arrow. <laughs> M-I-T-U. Right. right. And uh, he also has a daughter. Uh, her da- His daughter's name is... Um, Zaran? Zaran with an X. Right. Right. And it's funny because I think the daughter is more of the aggressive one. Right. She's like, she she wants to fight with them, right? But it's all the men there. So she, they're like kicking her out. But she's like, these guys that were fighting are like savages. You're going to need everybody to help you win. And she's like a great warrior in her own right. But they're just like, no, no women. And they kicked her out, right? He, Gilad also says this was like, me too. He doesn't actually want to get into war. That's why he's going to war. Right. Yeah. It's like his, the attitude is part of it. Exactly. And she's pissed, right? So she leaves. And the people that they're fighting are this army that's called um uh I forgot what it's called. It's like the Death Death Cult, cult? of Nergal. Nergal. They're like these huge guys, right? That um it's the same thing. They have like wizards that are blessing them before the battle, but it's like dark magic. Yeah, they pray to a different god, like right. basically death, right? I think these guys look like the Huns from Mulan. Like they're <laughs> sure. very bigger than the other team, you yeah. know. Where like Eternal Warrior and his crew, like they have like armor and stuff. These guys just have loincloths. Right. Because they're they're, Cause they're huge. Right. right. And they charge into battle and it is- Mayhem. This, this book is rated R. Yeah. Because it's just like knives cutting heads and slashing and killing everybody, right? It, it's just two uh, hordes of flesh is smashing together, blood and guts everywhere. And towards the end, it looks like uh, Turtle Warrior and his crew are somewhat winning. But what they don't realize is the other team it has like a whole like another wave of warriors coming at them. So it's like- they split them into two to like the first wave would try to kill up most and then by the time the second wave comes they're gonna lose right and they got they just got ran over they're like oh we can't there's no way we're gonna beat this other team this whole other army that they have luckily uh zaran comes charging in this is the daughter that's like told not to fight of course she charges in with like a herd of elephants (laughs) it's a stampede and it's like um lord of the rings oh because lord of the rings uh, whichever one had a big battle they had elephants with them but they're like, they did? They're like huge. They're not, They're way bigger than regular elephants. Tight. So these elephants are like that. And they're literally just like stomping on the other army. Right. They just get mowed over for sure. And uh, they win. They win the battle. They defeat all the men on the field. And uh, they're about to celebrate. But Zaran, she's on the elephant saying, 
we have to go further. We have to attack yeah. their camp, the the women and the children. And then um, Gilad is like, no, we've already won the battle. There's no reason to uh, like kill the innocent, right? Yeah. And she's like, no, their bloodline has to end now. Otherwise, they'll keep coming after us. We have to exterminate them pretty much, right? But now, now Gilad and Ziran are kind of like arguing and fighting, right? Yeah. And they're like, no, there's no way I'm going to let you do that. And Ziran, it's almost like she's in a rage. She can't even think straight. A berserk mode. She throws a spear towards her. This is her dad, right? Yeah. And I think he knows, she She also knows like this guy can't die. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be nothing. Yeah. She throws a spear, but jumping in front of the spear is her brother, Me Too, and he can die. <laughs> right. Which, no, Me Too. <laughs> which he does die. <laughs> he does get killed and Zaran actually kills her own brother and was like, she's okay with it too. Like she was happy to kill her brother also. She's like, we have to clean our line. Right. He was weak. Yeah. Right. I, I'm strong. Yeah. There's no blood of a lion going into him. <laughs> <laughs> And I think at this point, right, is when um, Gilad decides, like, this life is wrong and it's not for me. Because we jump all the way to present day, which is, like, millennia later, right? Yeah. He's in Africa and he's alone. And he's still hunting, right? But he only kills and hunts for food now. Animals, right? Yeah. We see him first fighting off, like, a bunch of hyenas as he's uh, going for his prey. And really, he's just living off the land right now. He's, like, almost at peace, distance from battle. Right. Totally isolated. All he has is his dog, right? And his dog, it's like his best friend, his only companion. Yeah. But out of nowhere, in the middle of the night, it starts barking and then attacking him. He goes feral. Right. Out of control. To the point where like, he's forced to put down his dog. He kills it. Yes. And it, it like breaks his heart, right? And he's like, oh no, me too. Like she, he named the dog after his old son. <laughs> And then entering now is his daughter. And he thinks like everyone from his past is dead. It's of like millennia. She's still alive. So he thought he was only immortal, but it looks like it passed on to uh, his daughter. His bloodline. So now... She's like, uh, I know we hate each other, but it's like, I need your help now. Wow. After centuries, right? Out of nowhere, she shows up out of the blue. And apparently she's like being followed. And there's like this new like evil. I think they're like maybe like uh, worshippers of the same God that that old army worshipped. Like the God of Death or the something. The God of Death, right? Yeah. It's like the new version of them, the right. latest one. And they're hunting after Zaran, right? And these guys look like a thing from Lord of the Rings. Like those like things on the horses. Death Dealers, right? Is that what they're called? Death Dementors. What are they no, called? No, you talk about totally <laughs> from Lord of the Rings, like the 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 things that are hunting the hobbits in the first movie and on horseback. Called the Death Dealers, right? Death Dealers. Yeah, I'm not sure. Death Eaters are from Harry Potter. Yeah, That's... of course. I'm not talking about okay. that. <laughs> I thought you were getting your high fantasy mixed up. <laughs> the Dementors. <laughs> Yeah, these things look, well, you don't see their face. They just look like they're like- On horseback. Death demons or something. Right. Yeah. And I think that, that thing that chases her is what turns like animals, feral and beastly. Of course. And attack people, right? Um, so we now catch up and see what um, Gilad has been doing all these millennia, right? Uh, it goes to, um, which is like, was like Civil War time or American Revolution I time? I think so, yeah. Right? In Oklahoma. Oklahoma. This is 1800s. And we see here he is with a man. This man, uh, he calls um, Buck. Yeah. It's like this 
old guy. They're dressed in like cowboy attire, and Buck apparently is a geomancer. Okay, so he controls Earth, and he can communicate with the Earth. The Earth. I see. Yeah. Mother Earth. Right? Mother. Okay. Good way to think about it. And he's like the communicator to Gilad, Eternal Warrior, because he's the warrior for Earth. So he'll be like, oh, Mother Earth wants you to go kill these guys because they're doing bad stuff to the Earth. He's like, okay, I'll go do it. Right. Okay. He's like the translator. Yeah. And uh, that's convenient, but he, <laughs> he's like, we have to take out the blue coats. Right. Which, of course, in the Civil War are like the, the North, right? Yeah. But then they're like attacking in this in the scene we're seeing. They're attacking um, Native Americans, right? Right. They're, like hunting them down. And he is going to go stop them, right? But then um, Buck, the geomancer, is like, hold on, not yet, right? And he's like, you have to be patient. But what do you mean? They're going to attack them right now. And he's like, screw it, right? He doesn't listen to him. And he runs and he starts killing all these um, blue coats and saves the Native Americans. So it should be a mission accomplished, but Buck is like... Um, well, unfortunately you, you went too soon and you, yeah. you have to take out the Native Americans too, because they were supposed to go out before you took out the blue coats. Right. There's like a, a grand like timeline that's supposed to be followed, right? A series of events. Yeah. And so he has to do that, right? Because it's like, no matter what, he's like a servant to the earth. <laughs> it, he kind of like keeps returning to it. Yeah. Keeps talking, like, you know, eventually getting to him, making him do what right. the earth wants. And then, um, I think this is when he was like, I'm not going to listen to the earth anymore. I'm not going to work with your army. I'm not going to even do anything you say. This is like the second time he's quit. Yeah. This is like when I'm not going to be a warrior at all now. Okay. So this is when he moves to Africa to live by himself. Okay. There's no earth over there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we come back to present day. It was just like these um, death dealers that come to attack them. It's like him and his daughter. And they, they have the, like these swords, right? Yeah. And they're like, we're here to slay you or whatever. And then Turn War is like, yo, this is like the 2000s already. I have machine guns. <laughs> he literally pulls out machine guns to kill them. And it's like straight up like Rambo, right? And <laughs> he's like firing at them. But these guys are, are able to evade it. He's like, I'm not too good for modern weaponry. <laughs> he's, he's an eternal, eternal warrior. Yeah. That means all of time, even <laughs> present day. So then um, he's getting ready to just like give up Zarin because he's yeah. like, this is not my battle. I never really wanted to get back into joining Earth and fighting for her. And Zarin is like, what are you doing? You're my, still my father. Right. So then they are still arguing, right? And what he realizes is when he left the Geomancer in like the 1800s, she replaced him. What? So he's like, he is the new Earth or she is like the new Earth warrior. Eternal warrior for the Earth. Yeah. Interesting. I think he's like pissed off that like the geomancers are it's almost like she's being brainwashed by right? okay to force to do this for the earth and he's like I'm gonna prove to you that you don't have to listen to those guys but I'm gonna go kill them right okay so it's weird because they go on like this road trip now mm-hmm. and they jump in his truck and they go try to find uh, Buck who she's like following right yeah and, and then like while they're driving they're being tracked and it's like a whole nother group that's like tracking them these guys are called the house of the wheel yeah and i guess they're like it's like technology is right. like their thing yeah is like because i guess there's like different houses in this world like organizations or whatever and they're, they are from the earth mm-hmm. and then there's this other side called the house of the wheel and there's like the house of death or whatever exactly right and he doesn't want to be involved in any of it yeah but because he knows now that everyone's after them they stop by it looks like it's just like a walmart yeah <laughs> 
And um, Zeron's surprised. Like, you can just buy all these guns and stuff, like, right off the shelf. And he's like, yeah, this is America. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to America. And, again, they're still arguing about, like, I can't believe. First off, like, you killed my son. So, I, I already hate you for that. Right. And then you, like, take up my mantle as, like, the warrior for Earth. Like, I wish you would have learned. Like, I failed you as a father teaching you uh, that this is, like, the wrong way. This is not the path. Right. And we, like, get a whole back story on Zarin and where she's been and apparently she like did the same thing like she left the earth and just roamed on her own and then uh, she like almost signed up to be the warrior for a whole the death cult now this time right. around like she's the warrior for that team right and then for somehow she like makes her way up to the top of like that organization from years on and then is actually just a secret agent and kills off a bunch of them right so it's almost like she's trying to cleanse the earth of that um, evil group yeah but her ways are just like super violent yeah I mean this sounds like everybody's which is why she got like recruited by them right now this um, wheel of dial of wheel what is it called? house of wheel house of wheel yeah I don't know if I love, love this part <laughs> of the book but apparently they have kidnapped Buck right oh okay so then they they, they need to go save him or technically he she's trying to save him and he's trying to go kill him I okay think. so they go attack this base uh, and they finally get him they kill off like all the guys there right and then, they're kind of easy they're the nerds yeah they're not like warriors yeah and then this is when um she's telling him like no you can't kill him right like he's like the only one that took me in after I joined that evil cult of course but he's like I, I want to put a bullet through this guy's skull <laughs> and then what he reveals now is that that, um, that original army, like they're back. The death army? Yeah. And you won't believe like who leads them. <laughs> and of course, the big reveal is it's Zarin's brother, Me Too. <laughs> eternal Warrior's son. Yeah. It's all in the family. He, they, they're all eternal now, I guess. Yeah. I guess it makes sense through their bloodline, but they've all been like chosen to be the warriors of different groups. So then I guess he's going to try to like, um, he's like pissed off at the earth. Right. Now, right. It's like a war against the earth right. for him. Because like, um, um, he was, I guess, made to protect the earth. His goal now is like, if I kill the god of earth, then all this will just end. Yeah. Right. And then like, it'll be settled. There's right. no one that's going to recruit my family. Exactly. Because like the buck, the geomancer talks, speaks to like this goddess of earth, right? And tells tells them what to do. If I just kill your boss, you'll stop bothering us. <laughs> <laughs> I can sleep well. Right. Right. Go back to his farm or whatever. Um, so they're like pressing Buck to figure out where where I could find this god of right. Earth, right? And I think they like pressure him enough to tell them that he reveals like the goddess of Earth is in California, of course, because. <laughs> I think um, somewhere in Northern California is like the oldest living trees. Wow. And that's where she lives. In the tree. Yeah. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go and like kill this god. Enough. Of, I hate these gods already, right? Yeah. So he's got, he goes there and um, the goddess has her like own army, right? Yeah. And they prepare for battle because they know he's coming. And they get in the, all their gear, like their uh, swords out, armor and all that. It looks like the what the ancient um, warriors used to wear. Of course. But when Gilad and Ziran show up, uh, they show up with bazookas. <laughs> <laughs> They're not too good for that. Right? And like the first movie is like, okay, we're just going to fire. We're going to skip you guys. are going to fire on this tree. Right. And they shoot their bazookas right away. 
But out of nowhere, lightning comes and just disrupts those missiles. Yes, because the earth is super strong. Okay. You're fighting the earth. Yeah. So they're like, okay, that didn't work. Let's just kill everybody. Yeah. And then there's all out battle. It's like an army versus two, but these two are like the greatest warriors of history. Yeah, right. Uh, they, they have shotguns. Although <laughs> they have shotguns. And they're, they're taking these guys out, throw, tossing them around. It's just the two of them, really as they're trying to get to this tree. And a family that the other armies just like mowed down. They're all dead. And then um, finally the goddess just comes out of the tree, right? Yeah. And she's like this glowing goddess, right? And uh, Gilad has like a C4 detonator. And I guess like the explosions are like all around her. But then she's talking to Gilad like, you know, if you kill me right now, nothing's going to stop that bad army from coming. And before you know it, the whole earth is going to be like a hellscape. And um, what you're really doing is like accelerating this uh war that's gonna happen yeah and he's like starting to doubt himself like am i doing the right thing right because apparently she's like keeping this demon at bay right the the god of death is locked away in some type of prison of hers yeah and then she's like so if if you kill me i cannot stop him anymore he'll start coming and then um your son me too will uh, like uh, un- unleash him on the earth of course right? break him free and then he's like oh, i can't do this right so zara and just like comes up behind her like I can do it and she pulls the detonator <laughs> and it explodes the whole tree blows up and supposedly the god of earth is not there anymore uh, and that's how the book ends like um, that's the first four issues yeah so that is the first volume there's another volume that comes out and, and I think later down the line um, there's more issues that come out to like close off his story Eternal Warrior is not one of the longer running comic oh, books yeah okay uh, I think he does appear in like their big crossover events and stuff but I think it's um, it's capped whereas other ones are could be still ongoing I kind of like the little tease he said was like um, the, that God of Death is not going to be released until 2000 years yeah so I think the name of the next book is called 4001 AD yeah. so we're going to jump into the future for the next book that's that's pretty interesting I really like uh, Valiant's universe as a whole yeah their ideas are pretty out there and they deal a lot with like everything is centuries old yeah I, I guess it just builds up to the like the pop and circumstance of everything you yeah. know when it's like you've been around for millennia right you know? they really like that because a lot of the characters are from that time they do I guess it's just their trademark right yeah when you're not dealing with like the, the gods of like DC you're like bringing it down to ground floor of Marvel mm-hmm. they have a, their own style their style is like time long I like that that's, yeah. that's, I guess that's, I didn't think it is that way yeah yeah uh it's funny because like these two like hate each other by the end of the book they are like side by side working with each other yeah it becomes a like buddy cop road trip right yeah right and it's weird because like because they're like immortal they're like the same age looking right yeah even though it's his daughter uh, and they're like centuries old i guess and then i the brother's been around this whole time yeah they thought he was dead but he's been um working for the the other side of death yeah yeah um so i i really liked it there's some scenes here where like when they were kids and they're he was like teaching them how to hunt and she like killed the deer with a bow and arrow but ruthless ruthlessly right and um the dad gilad was like more pissed off because uh now the deer's gonna suffer so the boy like slits its throat right away so it doesn't suffer mercifully yeah but crying right yeah. so the boy me too is like the sensitive one right so they all know how to kill but it's like in different ways of course yeah i i, I like the like building of like 
the gods of this universe. I don't know if yeah. we ever got that like gods in the uh, other books, right? right? Yeah, it's like aliens. Really. It's um, you know, ninjas, ninjas, voodoo, things <laughs> yeah. like that. So this is like kind of building the um, religion, I guess, yeah. of the, this world. I want to keep going and um, continue on with the Valiant universe. There's more characters that they have, yeah. But eventually, there's a big crossover event called Book of Death mm -hmm. that I want to eventually get to, but uh, it's still down the line. This this universe is bigger than just the individual. I, 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 this book, the version we got had like yeah. sneak peeks of other books. Yeah. And one of them was for Unity, which I think is like their Justice League Avengers type team. Exactly. Yeah. And it featured Man of War. And yeah. I really like that little uh, sneak peek in this. It was yeah. pretty, pretty good. Well, it's really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's other characters that we haven't even touched on. Like the, uh, there's a book called like Quantum and Woody. Oh, yeah. I and there's the goofy a goofy one. There's a character called Faith that has her own storyline. I don't know that one. Okay. Yeah. So um, all in all, I think this is maybe not my favorite Valiant story. Sure. But um, it does feel like it definitely fits in that universe. And it's one of the more like gruesome like artwork books. Maybe that's your vibe. Yeah. Yeah. That's your vibe. It, it, there's like throat slitting and all this stuff. Yeah. War. There's the, the scene where like he's um, trying to save the Native Americans, right? The the guys he's killing, you're like, oh, this guy's going to scalp us. He's like, no, I'm going to cut your head clean off. <laughs> yeah. It does. It's pretty wicked. Yeah. You just see it. But um, yeah, that was um, Eternal Warrior. Let's get into our side stories. I've been really enjoying this uh, new show on Apple TV. It's called Silo, uh, starring Rebecca Ferguson. I mm -hmm. uh, know from like Mission Impossible movies. She's a pretty great actress. Yeah. Um, it's the show about the silo, right? Which is like okay. uh, a bunker, like a gigantic bunker. that's like a cylinder style thing where like 10,000 people live. Underground. It's underground. It's like a sci-fi show, kind of. Yeah. Um, and the people in there, they live there and they're kind of stuck there. They've been there for generations and generations maybe thousands of years and they're not allowed to leave the bunker or the the silo right okay and so there's just like a civilization down there of people i guess coexisting right they have like a whole government and all that and they grow plants or whatever they live down there and but they're not allowed to say they want to leave the the silo they have like a screen they look at with a camera that points outside into uh outside right and it looks just like desolate it looks like there was like an apocalypse or something like you see the screen it's like a, a hill or like a grassy knoll or like a like a field but it's just all barren right there's no, okay. nothing really there um but as uh it goes on like one of the main characters played by i think david oyelolo how do you say oyelolo oyelolo that guy yeah he kind of figures out he's the sheriff of the whole place okay. he's like the lead of like the the police or whatever, he figures out that like maybe they're lying to us. Maybe the, our government is lying to us and for some reason they're keeping us in here. And also like the people, they don't know like what's on the outside. Like they don't know if it's earth. They don't know their history. They're like, why Why do we live here? They don't even know. It's like some that of, long ago. Yeah. They just, maybe it's forgotten in history or whatever, but I don't, I, I don't know yet. I, okay. I'm, I'm caught up too. Um, and like the style of this, the, the look of everything, it's like maybe 70s style, like the, the things they own or whatever, but it's all beaten up and old, right? And like uh -huh. they live there for generations, so they make it's clothes. Like fallout. Yeah, basically like fallouts. And so there's like intrigue there. Like people, there's like, uh, there was like at one time there's like a rebellion where people were like, we want to escape. But this was like 
a fabled time long ago, generations back, where people were rebelling, right? Okay. But now, the people are like, don't, don't even question what's on the outside, or else you're gonna get in trouble and be kicked out and okay. like die on your own or whatever. Okay. And the at a certain point, some uh, bad things befall him, and then Rebecca Ferguson becomes sheriff. And then now she's trying to figure out what's the whole deal. She's like keeping it to herself, trying to figure out what's going on because there's been a lot of murders for all the people that have been questioning what's going on, right? All right. And uh, Rebecca Ferguson is trying to figure out what's going because apparently her boyfriend got killed. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> because he was questioning too much about this whole thing. He was like a computer guy, right? Mm-hmm. And apparently there's like computers throughout this whole thing, throughout the silo. And she's trying to figure out what what uh, went wrong. Like, why why was he killed? Why was he murdered through this whole thing? Because he was snooping? He was snooping around, digging into the databases, things like that. I think there's like a whole department in this silo called IT. Like, that's like a big department okay. in the whole thing. <laughs> like, they have like, it's like as big as like agriculture or like uh, textiles or things like that. It's almost like Hunger Games, like, you know, that type of living, right? Okay. So, like, you're really like, intrigued about what's going on here both of like why are they trying to keep things in wrap so much what is it like why are they living there is it is it uh was there an apocalypse it's like a matrix right like what what's what's the big question here this is the city of zion it looks like that right <laughs> like everything's cement right uh-huh. and like everything's old and dingy uh what is what else could it be could it be aliens i don't know is this a science experiment gone wrong or something is it all vr so they don't say anything about the outside not yet i'm curious what it is but there is a big at a certain point there's clues to that they're lying to us because uh at a certain point like there's flashes on the screen where it actually looks like it's like it's not barren and like uh, dead outside. Like, it looks like green. Like, there's, like, grass and trees that are, like, living and thriving outside. But for all the people that get sent out and, like, go uh, in exile, yeah, they, we see them on screen. They kind of just die off at a certain point. So, there's nothing there. I guess. Well, at, we also see people walk off and they're, like, it is green out here and they're, they're like, talking to the camera and, like, you guys should come out here. But at a certain point, they just fall off and die. So, we still don't really know what's going on. I don't know as, a, as an audience member. Mm. Like, what the heck is going on? But I think it's really, I think Rebecca Ferguson is doing a good job is like revealing, slowly revealing what's going on and her like pull to figure out why it's going on. Um, Common is in the, the movie, in, in, the, in the show. And he, it's kind of funny because I don't think he should have, he never should have quit uh, rapping. I don't think he's a good actor. Yeah. Even in this, and it's like a dramatic thing. Maybe this is best thing I've never seen him in anything where like, well, that's a good job. Right. <laughs> and he's got a big role in this. He's in a lot of things. Is he? He's in um, John Wick. Oh, he is? Oh, that's right. And I think maybe that's like the best thing I've seen him in because he doesn't have to talk a lot. He's just shooting a lot. Yeah. Here, he's got a bigger role. You know, he's got a deep voice that helps, but he's supposed to be like an authority figure. And it's still not not working. It, you just can tell other people <laughs> are better like actors. It. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, I do actually think he's getting better, but it's not at a fast enough rate. He's got a good agent. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a good, you know, he's, he's got one word as his name. So maybe that's it's easy to book. <laughs> oh, common. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there's like a lot of intrigue, different 
murders going on. Uh, Rashida Jones is in it. Tim Robinson is in it. So like okay. random people are in it. Uh, I think Apple TV does not have a lot going on for it. You know, people really like Ted Lasso. Yeah. I think Apple TV will have like really big hits, but then a lot of like just no one talks about it. Yeah. I think a whole lot of misses, to be honest. Um, I think they really shoot for for big actors. And maybe this is the first thing to get some big actors. That was actually a pretty good show. There's only one show on Apple TV that I loved or like even really liked. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everything else is like, I, can, I don't need to watch this. Can live without it. Yeah. It kind of feels like they got the leftovers. Um, but I'm I'm biting to wait for the next episode. It's still not out yet, though. Oh, really? The next episode is episode 10. I'm wondering if that's a season finale or not because it does seem like a nice round number. Does it feel like it's about to end? Yeah. So maybe it is. You have predictions? Huh. I think... Actually, my prediction is they're not going to reveal what's going on with okay. the whole silo this season. Yeah. But I think they're going to reveal um, what the messed up thing is going on in their government. Uh, I think they're going to reveal that because there's inklings and unravelings of that already. Okay. And that I think that's actually pretty interesting. I'm actually more invested in that now. I kind of forgot about the whole like, oh yeah, this is a messed up <laughs> situation. I just want to know what's going on with these murders. <laughs> Who cares about the 10,000 other people that are doing fine in this silo? But yeah, that's, that's, that's what I've been enjoying this week um severance is also on apple tv oh, right? yeah and that was pretty good was you that, never finished it was huh? that, oh you never finished it? no you did you finish I it don't, I, I didn't because i didn't think it was i didn't catch it like i don't oh it wasn't for me okay the only show i really like on uh, apple tv is pachinko yeah yeah and that wasn't sci-fi at all <laughs> no it wasn't <laughs> Yeah, the, this one, uh, I think it's sci-fi. <laughs> I'm sure it is. It's like technically this could exist, right? <laughs> a silo where people live underground. Like it's totally possible nowadays. All right. I guess the outside world is the, the messed up part, right? Okay. Have you seen, Um, I think it's called Blast from the Past. Never heard of it. Really? Yeah. It's a Brendan Fraser rom-com. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can't remember now. Yeah. He grew up in a bunker from the fifties or something like that or seventies. Right. He came out when he was like... Like in his late twenties, he went outside. Yeah, so he he grew up there. He was born in there, so he doesn't know anything about the real world. Okay, and then Alicia Silverstone has to teach him about living on the surface. <laughs> really? Okay. He gets like he's always stuck in a situation outside of society, like. Church of the Jungle. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a beautiful Encino woman. Man. Teach of the, he's always like outside of society with his things. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. The whale. Right. <laughs> All these things. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll check it out. I, yeah. I, you mentioned it and I saw a couple of things, but I don't know if it was for me. It was, they're hour long episodes. They are hour long. Yeah. 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 It was just kind of long. Attention spans not long enough. Not that long. <laughs> I was I'm like, I'm biting at the... At the tooth for the next episode. But really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I really like it. Uh, I'm the same way. Maybe it's because it's like a weekly thing. I like shows that I can just binge straight. Oh, yeah. And that's what I did with uh, my science stories this week. The Bear season two. The Bear season one was like one of my favorite shows of last year. Mm-hmm. I couldn't wait for the second season. And I watched it all in like two days. In fact, I watched like half of the, it again. Like I, I rewatched again? like the first half again. Already. A rewatch already? Yeah. Because they're only 30 minute episodes. Mm-hmm. Or, right. or less. Uh, the bear is about a restaurant, and uh, the first season was them like struggling to like keep this old restaurant, but now I think they're revamping it. So like the second season is about them just starting all over. Okay, and they're trying to do like a fancy restaurant, and um, all these. Sh- 
cooks and chefs and whatever like some of them have to like relearn and so they send them to like culinary school oh really and then um some guys like the front of house people have to retrain so they send them to learn from like you know these high-end michelin star restaurants oh. and it's a lot of like you know why do you have to do it so fancy and then they kind of learn it by the end of the episode like the story arc is from like keeping it real to like oh i kind of get it why the reason why it's like elevated interesting okay i will say maybe i like the first season better but this one's still very good why is that uh the first season was felt like an ensemble Mm -hmm. and every scene was like them yelling at each other and you like that yeah it was cool (laughs) and this season there's less of that there's still a lot of it but there's less of it because like they all kind of split up in the middle to like learn what they have to do and then when they come back and reopen the restaurant by the end it's chaotic again right okay yeah so it's good i think the the acting in is very good i i like the style of the way it's filmed feels like a 70s like 70s or i don't know how to describe like Bruce Springsteen, uh, we're gonna make it after all. Kind of like American, American heart of the city. We can do this if we tie in our bootstraps, right? <laughs> I don't right. know how to describe positive it. thinking. <laughs> yeah, but like we're in the we're in the muck. Let's get out of this um, kind of you know hot dog eating America. Okay. <laughs> Blue jeans, yeah. white tee, exactly. baseball cap in your back pocket. Right. I'm just describing uh, Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> it feels like it's a, a Bruce Springsteen like music video sometimes. Really? Yeah. But food. But yeah, I mean, I like the, the, the music, the soundtrack that they use is very like that kind of East Coast Americana 80s uh, patriotic rock. God, a patriotic? Okay. I, yeah, I don't know how to describe it. It's yeah. like that. <laughs> it's like East Coast, right? Well, I so, think they're in Chicago, so okay. it's not really the coast. Oh, is it not? Okay. But, uh, you know, it's like wake up early America. Okay. For the city. You right. gotta take the subway into the city to work. Like box lunch. Yeah. Big thermos. Right. Right. Working day and night. Wow. Okay. I, I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, I will say this. This is a comic book podcast and I did watch the first episode of Secret Invasion. I'll say, I hope it gets better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I'm not feeling it so far. It's just uh, nothing. There's nothing super wowing about it. I was disappointed at how it ended the first episode. Oh, well, what about it? Well, I don't want to spoil it if anyone's oh, seen yeah, it, okay. but like, I will say it's a major spoiler for the, the, uh, the yeah. ending of that. They kill off a character I really like, and I think they didn't utilize well throughout the movies. Mm, okay. Yeah. I just felt like my, my complaint with this was there's not enough like, stakes in the beginning of the whole thing. I think you need to build the stakes like right away. I think it will end strong because Secret Invasion is a pretty big comic book storyline but um but this is different yeah i mean the idea is the same it's just told differently so i hope the there's no like intrigue yet for me right yeah it's like we get it you can shapeshift but what does that get you so far yeah so i hope the mystery of like who's real who's not is really built up more because right now it's like it's used sparingly like who is it who's not like when they're in disguise it's like for a scene it's not right maybe they'll reveal it later like oh this person was this the whole time but like right now i i guess this first episode was just like establishing uh the the story first right yeah like that was a thing in the comic book was like uh we've had these characters forever and it's the superheroes and they're yeah. like oh they were scrolls that's a big deal from the get-go yeah and here you're not getting that because think, it's you're not dealing with a lot of superheroes i think they tried to do that in the first scene of the show sure but i could you could tell like that person it wasn't like oh they were this the whole time it was for that scene i think so too yeah Yeah, so undercuts it yeah a little bit so 
I hope it gets better. I think it will get better. But right now, uh, I get I'm getting like Falcon Winter Soldier vibes. Not the best Marvel TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to Loki. Me too. Me too. Actually. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to bring up? That's it for me. All right, uh, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Um, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode, brand new comic book. Uh, until then, don't forget to subscribe to the Reader Coffee Podcast. And if you could leave us a review or tell a friend, that's the best thing you could do to help the show out. It doesn't cost anything, but it really helps us a lot. So please do that. It definitely helps spread the word. And you can also continue to do that on our social medias. We're at the Reader Copy Podcast. Find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. All right. Thank you again for tuning in. Daniel, you want to hit him with the outro? You like what we had to say about the book, pick it up and read your copy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.